Hello and welcome to Offbeat Grad. It is Thursday. Um, I hope you're having a very productive week. I've been having a strange day. I almost didn't record this today or at all until a few days. I just had a weird experience. I'm sorry if I sound really discombobulated. I think I'm in shock. So I was walking. <laughs> this is really weird. I'm not laughing at it. It's a really, it was really horrible and I don't know I'm not processing it well. Uh, I'm especially not processing it well by recording a podcast, but I'll talk about that. So anyway, I was walking my dog like literally an hour ago. I was getting ready to go to the store, so I was going to walk her really quick um, and then go to the store. And I was walking her and I heard this super loud boom. I live off of a highway. Like my apartment complex is on this highway that is notoriously dangerous like it's it has wrecks there like fatal wrecks constantly um and there was a wreck and i watched it and a van flipped upside down like the physics didn't even really make sense i i keep thinking about it and i don't really understand how it happened but um it was really bad i don't think anyone was hurt but it was really bad <laughs> is all i'm gonna say um it was pretty traumatic. I know that sounds really weird to say as like a third party outsider who was just walking her dog, but um, seeing a car accident, like literally just, I wasn't even in a car. I was just standing there and it was so close. It was just very bizarre, like an, uh, an out of body experience. Um, I think everyone was okay. And there was a lot of people helping and um, people made police statements. I personally did not because I was with my dog and also I wasn't going to engage with it because I personally have nothing to contribute and there were a lot of other people there etc and now I'm not I'm not doing very well um I felt really alarmed because I was about to drive like I was minutes away from getting in my car going the exact same way on the exact same road so it's weird how I was like seconds away from potentially being in that wreck or being even closer to it. I don't know. It, it was just very jarring. And then yesterday at this exact same time, I was on a run and I crossed that highway and I was like literally right where it happened. And so I was just like overwhelmed with, and I am still currently overwhelmed um, with thoughts about that and how traumatic it sort of was. And... I basically cut most of my client work short for the day because I was like, I don't know how I'm supposed to do anything else. Um, but I couldn't really just sit there because I was just spiraling a little bit. Um, couldn't stop thinking about it. So I decided I would just go ahead and record this podcast. Um, it's going to be short today, obviously, um, for that reason. And also because I'm hungry and I was going to go get food and now I'm afraid to get in my car. So we got a situation. And anyway, so that was my fun trauma incident. Um, hopefully your day is going better. Um, I'm going to do a hard pivot now because I'm tired of talking about that. Um, thank you for listening to my podcast. I know that's a really weird transition, but I did this week hit 5,000 downloads, which is really cool. And I think it's so awesome that I've grown this little community. And because of this community, uh, my host, my podcast host, Buzzsprout, is sponsoring my ticket to PodFest 2020, which is in Orlando, um, and it is in March, I think, and I am so excited to go and learn more about podcasting and how to make this better, which I'm sure there are a million things I can do, um, because it's not exactly 
a prime example of craftsmanship. But um, I'm really excited to go, and I definitely wouldn't be going if it wasn't for all of you people listening. So thank you a lot for that. And that is my news. Oh, and then my last piece of news is I know I've been sharing a little bit about my income and my income goals and how I wanted to reach 6000 a month um, and how this month I was supposed to reach 7000 And I don't think I'm going to reach 7000 but I did beat my last income goal, um, which... Last time I made around six thousand. Um, this month I I surpassed that by a lot. I I'm about a hundred away from seven thousand, and I will take that <laughs> with with happiness. So it's not exactly a win, but it was close enough that I thought I would share it, and I would like to be a little bit more open about my income in the coming year. I'd like to do more coherent income breakdown, but I think it's really important to talk about. And hopefully it doesn't make you uncomfortable. Great. So today, five minutes later, we're going to talk about time mapping because I heard this phrase the other day and I was like, what is that? And I most definitely need this because even though I consider myself very productive, I feel like I'm not as productive as I could be. I handle a lot of work and that's honestly where the problem lies. But at the same time, feel like I could manage it better and I've been noticing recently that when I structure my day a certain way, like when I do my heaviest client work first, I generally am more successful in like accomplishing more. So what I mean by doing my heaviest work first is I usually do like 1500 to 2000 word blog posts twice a day for um, one of my clients and when I do that first, I just the rest of the day feels so much easier because I guess it's like, wow, I really did that big task, I don't have to worry about that anymore. And that has really helped a lot. So I figured time mapping might also be a really great tool. So what even is time mapping? So basically it's for anyone who's ever wanted to, I'm sorry, I'm hitting the wall with my enthusiastic hand gestures. It's for anyone who wants to better manage their time. So if you've ever just like ended your work day and you're like, how did I get so late so quickly? Which is me every day. Um, even though I don't start working till 11 and then I'm like, how is it lunchtime when I start working at lunchtime? But I think this is especially true for freelancers or people who work remotely, though definitely everyone. And you just like don't really notice the day slipping away and then suddenly it's over and now you're like, what do I do now? Um, maybe you have to do that work the next day or you end up just like not really spending time on what you should. So first of all, ask yourself a few questions. How am I spending my time? Am I spending it the right way? What would I like to change about my workday? And how do I need to pay more attention to the right things? So I know that for me, this this stands out a lot. Um, I know that for me, I need to pay attention to client work first, but I also really let my own projects slide. Not this podcast though, but I do let a lot of things slide and I know it's because I'm so overwhelmed by client work. Um, so that's something I would like to change about my workday. Um, and I don't think I'm always being as effective with my time as I think I am. Um, so that's why I'm interested in this. So time mapping, basically it looks like time blocks. Like if you look at the chunks of a day, um, how it's blocked out. So maybe you're, you say from like 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. I read and eat breakfast. And then from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. I do client calls. Then 11 a.m. to noon every day is my lunch time. And then from noon until... 2.30, I work on client work. And then from 2.30 to 5, I do my my own admin tasks. And then from 5 to 5.30, I do client calls. And then from 5.30 to 7.30, I focus on activities that are fun or something. 
Um, so the difference is this isn't a schedule. So while you do want to include times, you don't want to include like specific times. I mean, like every day from 3.45 to like 3.56, I'm going to do this. Like it's not like that. And at the same time, it's not meant to be an agenda. It's just meant to sort of be an exercise. And I think that's really what makes this unique. So if you Google a picture of a time map, you'll see what I mean. But it sort of, to me, resembles a school schedule. You know how you had like time blocks in school? At least we did in my school. It sort of looks like that. And I think breaking your day up into like different blocks instead of just tasks is a really interesting idea. And you can sort of focus more on a ratio rather than like a to-do list. So what I mean by a ratio, it's like maybe you decide I need to spend... 75% of my time on client tasks. I need to spend 10% of my time on admin tasks and 15% of my time on my own projects. I mean, this is spread out throughout a week. So now with that in mind, it's much easier to block out your time because now you know, okay, so maybe 10% on Friday or maybe I'll break that up into like 2% every day, um, something like that much easier to share and color code and make it much easier to make sure you're spending time on all the things you want to spend time on. So it's not just what you need to get done, it's what you want to get done. And I think that's a unique perspective shift. So how do you make one for yourself? I think it really helps to look at one. First of all, I'm trying my best to explain it, but it's a weird concept when you can't really see it. So you can make one in Excel or Google Sheets would probably be the best way unless you want to draw it out, but I wouldn't recommend that. So basically you're gonna create a few different categories. So you might have like client work or social media planning or admin or phone calls or like gym time, whatever, but try to make it really generic and broad. You don't want it to be like work on client number one's tasks or like plan my Twitter post because that's just not really reasonable to be like every single day it's gonna be 100% this um, because you need some flexibility and this isn't really a schedule. This is just a time map. So you don't want to have yourself tied down like that. Instead, you want broad categories. So for me, that would mean client work, social media planning, um, um, maybe prospective clients, etc., email time, that kind of thing. These are things I can count on doing every day and I don't have to worry about the specific clients. Next, don't schedule things down to the minute. I said this already, but you should keep with hours or half hours. This isn't really about scheduling your minute by minute day. It's just about getting an overview of how you're spending your time throughout the week. And then finally, keep your overall ratio in mind. So if you're looking at your time map, can it, is it obvious that you're spending 75% of your time on your client task? Is it obvious that you've made 15% of time for your own stuff? That's what I mean by think of the ratio. And then I think it's also really valuable before you do any of this to just like start taking inventory of your own time. So if you use a time tracker, I know when I work with clients, I use Google Sheets to track my time, but I've also considered using like an actual time tracker, which there's a ton online or just use a stopwatch and physically write down how much time you're spending on everything because I feel like a lot of people don't realize the actual time. And this is why I find the Pomodoro technique to be like, the glorious savior because it really forces you to think about time in a new way and when you are confronted with maybe how much time you're wasting um, scrolling through emails or like doing one busy task that just ends up being a time suck um, you make smarter choices about your day and I think that's really good um, hopefully that made sense so what am I gonna do I think I'm making a time map for my entire week um, using the ratio I already explained um, because that's what makes sense to me. But within client tasks, I'll probably break it down a little bit more. 
depending on the specific tasks, because a lot of them are repeated across like clients. And I, since I found out that it works so much better when I do my writing heavy tasks in the morning, I'm going to try to focus on that and then keep my afternoons reserved for the admin task, my own projects, and also things like scheduling for my clients. I think that makes sense for me. Hopefully that made sense to you. Um, I think it's a cool idea and something I definitely want to try. So I would recommend looking into it. Maybe if you like don't know where your time's going, it sounds important. Um, that's it. <laughs> I'm glad that I spent this entire episode telling you about my, my mildly traumatic experience. But that is just the kind of openness <laughs> that I have on this podcast. Um, great. So anyway, definitely listen to other episodes of Offbeat Grad for um, a less deranged version of myself. But also, if you want to follow along with some of the work that I do on a daily basis, every Thursday I'm trying to share like a work with me on Instagram so you can follow along with my chaotic work day. And if there's anything to be learned by that, it's just that I have no idea what I'm doing and that's okay. And they're very confusing. So I think it's good to be open about that, along with open about money, open about what I experience when I'm walking my dog. Anyway, I need to go to the grocery store now. I'm a bit afraid to drive, but I think I need to just do it. And then I'm probably going to watch The Bachelor and eat mac and cheese um, until till the sweet, sweet relief of sleep finds me yet again. Um, anyway, thanks for listening. Hopefully this wasn't too heavy. Um, have a productive week. Bye.